Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. Hello and welcome to the show tonight. I'm so glad you chose to join us. Tonight the topic is Human Template and Truth. And our guest tonight is Zalatko Kanda. Um, you know, we're we're living in a, a, a most curious time of uh, transition. And anytime there's transition or change, there's opportunity because there's new growth to be made. There's new opportunities that are, are going to present themselves over and over again for the next um, many decades, I'm sure, as humanity evolves itself. And so when you, when you show up for yourself and grow who you are through spiritual growth, through awakening, through elevating your consciousness, you're entering that new realm that humanity is moving into itself. And there's, uh, there's so much opportunity for people to into it, to, to uh, recognize the, the need of the masses, if you will. It's a very exciting time to be alive. And so I'm delighted that you've chosen to spend this time with us to grow who you are and to show up in a in a more authentic, more awakened way. Um, the show tonight's delightful. I think we should get right to it. Um, our guest tonight, Zalatko Kanda, is a world-renowned intuitor and teacher who has inspired many people in organizing, managing, and balancing their careers and personal lives. The unique, simple, yet much expanded way of its approach has assisted many people in remaining effective, efficient, and focused on their goals and priorities. His passion for consulting has brought him to numerous countries around the world where he has had the opportunity to give workshops, seminars, and one-on-one sessions. He has appeared on Dutch and Romanian TV besides several radio stations in Holland, Cyprus, and here in the United States. He's been on this show before. It's, I'm delighted to have him back. The LATCO is dedicated to helping you, no matter which process you are in, in order to reach the maximum of your potential and bring forth the best version of yourself in your company. Mainly, he provides a set of tools to help people with social skills, behavior patterns, and emotional intelligence. Although he is considered to be a world citizen, he lives mostly on the Mediterranean island of Cyprus and travels almost every month. You can learn more by visiting his webpage, Zalatko Kanda, Z-L-A-T-K-O, K-A-N-D-A dot com. And because of the drastic time zone difference, I'm pretty sure it's the middle of the night now in Cyprus, this is a pre-recorded episode. So I think you're really going to enjoy it. Let's jump to that episode. So welcome to the show, Zlatko. Thank you very much. It's an uh, absolute honor to be here again and wonderful being that you are and <laughs> inviting me again and giving me the opportunity to share and more so giving us the opportunity to do so. Well, we had you on the show uh, quite a while back and uh, I'm so delighted to have you back on the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's yeah, like, like you said before we started, uh, overjoy, flowing with the overjoy feeling. So yeah, it's it's a deep honor to be here and to do this again. Absolutely. You know, um it's such an exciting time in our in our human paradigm, in our human timeline, if you will. There's so much uh upheaval in the collective consciousness. And uh 
And yet there's people that are awakening to this uh, much more expansive, much more um, um, aspect of ourselves. I mean, we're, we're, we're all these gigantic souls somehow shoehorned into a physical body. And yet until we discover that bigger truth of ourselves – so much of humanity is is really going through a sense of anxiety, anxiety and stress, worried about the future. Um, when when you talk about the human template and truth, um, what's the? Give us a perspective of of what that means to you. I mean, uh, so the thing is that uh, we have. You know, when we come here to this physical realm and we're born into this, as we call it, the human uh, body, uh, we we get installed with all these belief systems and patterns and rules, how to behave, what to do, uh, as a default to our system of being this human uh, self. And the rules that have been made are, um, with exclamation marks, <laughs> human-based. So, for example, uh, now I cannot be naked because I will upset somebody else. But as a child, I don't even think about upsetting that because it's my uh, natural self as a human expressing itself. And, you know, I mean, like the trees... They don't have any clothes on. And I'm not saying that everyone should walk around naked and, you know. <laughs> not, not just yet, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's nice to decorate the body. It's just the feelings that go uh, by it, right? So um, now we are living this uh, human body selves, and we are living by which rules exactly? Um, so now what we do, most of us, is that we put all the negative things and all the worries and the anger and the strong emotions of fear and all of that to the human uh, template. So, for example, um, we, are, we are experiencing spiritual truths and the divine and joy, and when we make a misstep or a mistake, we feel that, oh no, but I'm still human too. Like it's something negative to be. Like it's something. It's like it's like a burden to be. Right. 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 And um, and now we're coming to a stage where we start to realize and uh, awaken into uh, uh, a broader awareness and consciousness. And uh, since we were born, we were told collectively that anger is not good, and you should not feel depressed, and you should not shout or scream or anything like that. So it has been suppressed, and now we're trying to comfort those energies and feelings, and that the darkness is not good, and then we only should look at the light. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, so that's a massive confusion right there. It's a rule set of the human template. Is that actually true or not? Uh, why should I? Uh, play the last card if someone catches me and says, "Hey, you're you're you were drinking alcohol uh, last week," and and then I play the card of, "Oh yeah, but I'm still human." It's right. like what? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like well, you know, and 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 we all have a tendency to do so because we don't know what it means to be human. So, when we go back to the essence of the being, like the, and I, I'm going to put a a metaphor down here so people can understand uh, in front of their eyes is the, the the beloved trees that we have around us, right? So the tree starts with the seed under the ground in the darkness where there's a lot of challenges, where the seed doesn't know where to go. And it just continues to go through that darkness, growing and, you know, expanding breaking through and seeing the light and um, continuing to grow during uh, various amounts of challenges like rain, 
one drop is like you know it's like a waterfall in the beginning and after that it's not so um, fast forward when the a tree is big enough that it has uh, roots in the darkness which is the soil because it's dark there there's no light in the soil um, however the the more expanded way of the tree is always in the light that's for sure it's just that the essence of the darkness has a different purpose right and um, sometimes there are branches in the tree that are uh, dry or they've been you know they don't produce fruit anymore and now the tree goes and says, hey, you know what, I'm, you know, th there's nothing else. There's only this dead branch. And I'm looking at the tree and I'm like, wait, I see that there's still fruit out there. <laughs> it's just that the focus went on this not complete version of the branch. Right. And this is exactly what we're doing as a human. We're going always back to this disturbed and distorted rule set that ev that being a human is weak and wrong and we're separate and all this type of stuff well i like that the 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 notion that if we took all of our decisions as humanity from the beginning of time and we had two big bins one that was labeled right and one that was labeled wrong it's very common for people to believe that every single situation and circumstance could be accurately sorted to to see if the choice point of the moment was right or wrong. And because, I mean, our egos want to quantify. Our egos want to, to identify and attach meanings and values to really everything. I mean, when we look with our eyes, we instantly say that's a chair and that's a table and... <laughs> And yeah. and a lot of times, like uh, religions will say, that there's some kind of a template, some kind of a behavioral model that we're all supposed to conform to, to, to um, cast out anything that's outside of that template as evil or of the, quote, devil, unquote. And, and yet consciousness, um, divinity... Um, source consciousness has no um, um, template or expectation. We're given fierce, we're given insanely fierce freedom to explore the possibilities of what might be. And, and certainly here on planet Earth, we've explored that so far into the darkness that, I mean, uh, Everyone on the planet knows the, the the struggle and the strife of humanity over these last um, thousands of years. It uh, um, it really does take uh, like a deep uh, shedding of our past, if you will, uh, an unraveling of of the templates of the past, the expectations of the past, the. Um, constructs of what's right and what's wrong to liberate ourselves, to be able to be free enough to recognize that consciousness in and of itself has no bias. It has no judgment. It has no expectation. And in order for us to be free, to embody the ability to love, um to shake the template of fear, to shake the template of our egos and stand there in a naked sort of way is indeed um, the the way we're going to bring the sensation of heaven into our physical form. Well, yeah, I mean, that's beautifully put, uh, Les, for sure. Um, the, the thing is, you know, yeah, it's it's based on judgment, of course, and uh, you know, I mean, it, it's 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 almost the same like a computer. We come in with no programs installed, and the programs are being installed of us without our permission. You know, we as a baby didn't ask for. You got to put your clothes on because you're going to offend people when you're walking naked through the little, you know, right. through the house. And yes. So so that's that's a program already. Why would that be offensive to start with? You know. Right. So. Um, and, and and that's the thing. And now we, when we when we are presented again after let's say thirty years of time, 
we have a lot of those belief systems and programs that, that are deeply rooted into our system. And when we are then presented with this absolute truth, uh, then all those systems, they, they are giving warnings and they, they kind of panic and anxiety because don't remove me now and, and all these windows pop up and oh, and, and, and you know, there's like a, you know, like an electrical power cut at the moment. Uh, and, and we don't know anymore which programs are authentic and which are not right. uh, because of it, you know, because we are also afraid to eliminate certain programs because, oh, my gosh, if, if I remove my persona, I don't, I'm not a human anymore. Right, yes. Uh, you know, so, so, again, it goes back to this distorted template, if you will, um, which is the root of all confusion, because if I genuinely want to hug someone, uh, I, I cannot even come close anymore, you know. But we're talking about unity. We're talking about heart space and growth of consciousness. And now I got to face all these um, programs that are triggered within the people as in their system. Right. Uh, you know, and, and, um, and that's the most difficult or challenging part, I would say to uh, uninstall and bring in awareness of which programs are actually, you know, I would just uninstall the whole thing if, if I were them or if I were me. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just start with a clean slate. And that means that we have to apply some uh, critical thinking um, with, a, with a good sense of logic and go beyond that spot of, hey, what is actually a human being? Uh, before we even start to take on projects as saving the planet, uh, we, we, we have to start with ourselves, you know. I mean, if we cannot even genuinely be authentically happy for other people and for ourselves to explore and to allow them to be, then how can we take on bigger projects of this realm and this uh, bigger embodiment of consciousness that we call Earth? You know, it's it it is like a joke, <laughs> right? Well, and it's a curious thing when you go to transform yourself, as you were mentioning. There's a there's a momentum, if you will, to our sense of self. There's this this um, momentum of our belief systems in the mental corridor, and then. And then there's the emotions um, behind those beliefs, uh, and a lot of those emotions hinge around um, the fear of losing your sense of self, losing your identity, if you will. Yes. yes. And, and I, yeah. And yeah. and it it um, but if you look at the the storyline of our past in just perhaps the last couple hundred years. Earth has been a really tough place to live. I mean, world wars and famine and disease and um, that there's been so much um, volatile hostility, if you will, in our human demeanor, and the and the mind has a memory of that. Um, how do you? I mean, in in truth, no soul. I mean, we're souls that have, have uh, in, incarnated into physical form. No soul has ever died in the history of all that is. Exactly. It, and, yes. and if indeed we are um, a timeless uh, perpetuation of consciousness, th there really isn't anything in the, in the physical realm, in the human demeanor that could ever um, destroy us. So we're indeed we're safe. Exactly. I mean, because uh, we again we don't speak about death. It's like a it's a very negative thing. It's dying always has to be um, with this distorted template. Always has to be painful and sad and 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 dark and wrong and and that's just because again we have this interesting <laughs> perspective of it, but. You know, in in the absolute truth, the perspectives of death and life are are so are are just you know they just are. <laughs> There's just a perspective of them, and uh, this I mean, 
personally speaking, I've been through those darknesses quite a lot uh, in this human self with experiencing the war when I was five. Um, and, and, you know, uh, being shot and almost di died, you know, um, which is given me the biggest strength ever because right. was I actually really almost dying or was that a perspective of now that's immensely painful if, if you go back and you know the timelines are, are connected with the emotions and the emotions are you know connected with those memories again however when all that transformation happens with the change of perspective of why this happens then it's the same as the tree shows us. Right. Because the tree has to go through that traumatic experience of darkness through the soil, uh, as we do. And, and, and that's why people say that the nature shows us everything. Yes, exactly. You know, because that tree doesn't judge anything or anyone. It doesn't compete. It's just in the essence is. And we as humans say that, yeah, but emotions are part of us and we are em emotion. But in truth, we are not. <laughs> right. Emotion is also a concept that we have put meaning to, uh, which which steers the boat. I mean, if I feel anger, that doesn't mean that I can still feel happiness at the same time. But if we go from the distorted human template, then that's impossible. Right. It's impossible to not have an ego because, yeah, we're all human. So now ego is also attached to the human being. Uh, eating meat or whatever you do that is negative is always being put on uh, the human. Right. We have this strange tendency to do that. Well, it, um, it's it's like trusting the continuity of consciousness. I mean, the flower, the flower has no worry or concern about the next moment ever. It, exactly. Th there's not a there's not an anxiousness about anything. It, mm -hmm. It's completely at ease. I th um, when you go yes. into, into nature, especially far enough off the beaten path where the human um, influence has been minimal to none, the peace is palatable. It's thick. It's, uh, life is at ease with itself. And for, for me... It's kind of a uh, when you first have the thought of it, it seems like a, a, a tyranny of sorts. But to see yourself as the immortal, the timeless um, personification of, of source or God consciousness, that indeed um, there is no death to the essence of you, and then and then occupy your physical body with that knowingness, with the knowingness that indeed no matter what happens, you are safe. That can bring a sense of peace in your persona, regardless of what the headlines say. And, mm -hmm. oh, my God, at least here in the United States, just driving around in traffic, looking at the the people's faces, there's a lot of angst and worry and fret and guilt and sorrow and shame and remorse. And um, people are hungry, hungry for a sense of peace. And, and yet it's the essence of what we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the... the <laughs> And that's the thing again, uh, it, it, you know, we can have a consciousness, but it, it's more about awareness. You know, you, you can be aware of the consciousness you, you experience, but the consciousness cannot be conscious of the awareness it has. So it's, it's, it, it's, a, it's a very interesting play there. You know, I mean, if people have, let's say, a big heart, you know, it, but, but still have a very big fear on the same side. It, it doesn't really matter, you know. It's uh, our perspective of those strong emotions like insecurity and fear and anger. Uh, we, we, we put them in two boxes. But, you know, I, like, like you said, the flower doesn't have a moment of anxiety. It just is through the storms. And this is exactly which, uh, this is the authentic natural, natural and real state of being is that when we experience certain storms within the collective or the headline we should not forget the bigger picture right just yeah. like the tree again just like the essence of all essences 
And that means we have to erase this human template that's being put onto us and just and we it has caused a separation from the divine. So now the body is not divine again because oh shoot, I don't have that apple in my hand because I want to m manifest instantly. And then I would say, well, that means that the purpose of the tree you have forgotten. Uh, the purpose of the tree is a journey that it has to go through to give you that apple. Right. And now we want to instantly manifest that apple in our hand with the with just we just throw away the purpose of the whole tree. I would say just manifest the whole tree with apples in it. <laughs> you know, because then you have the both. <laughs> Well, it's uh, it's a curious thing because I mean, um, I've been fascinated by this uh, this thing called life, and and so often there's there's this context where uh, the role of the human being is not the pinnacle of of what is. Uh, uh, perhaps there's a notion of heaven after we die. Once we die then we'll be awarded heaven or hell. Or or uh, some moment in the future, the, the meaning will be assigned to to what is. And when I, when I look at the mythology, when I look at the, the timeline, the history of the past, zero times ever, never ever has a divine being descended from the heavens and silenced the guns of war. Never ever has a glowing orb de descended from the heavens and and waved a wand and converted the slums into palaces. Mm -hmm. And and what I what I came to understand is it it's through flesh and bones. It's through our humanity. The whole purpose of all of this is the experience of this moment now and this moment now throughout the entire journey there's no part of the tree from the from the seed to the to the leaves that um isn't part of the whole and so often we want to leapfrog where we are now that somehow somewhere in some other place or some other time, there's a more authentic expression or perhaps a more powerful meaning, if you will. But it's the whole damn journey. Yes. It's it's everything throughout all of it that I mean, you can be you can have the experience of understanding the divinity of this moment right now, and and feel. Um, such deep and immense love that consciousness has for you in all forms that to look no farther than now is is folly really mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know and, and 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 the basis of that is actually very pure because it's curiosity <laughs> right it's just right. That, that yeah so and that has converted because it's a thin line right uh, it's, uh, it, it has converted through the lens of lack of awareness into anxiety and fear. Uh, it's like, you know, when children go to a theme park, they're jumping in their seats in the bus towards the theme park because somehow they're already knowing that they're going to experience something exciting. Right. However, some, some of the children, they shoot into fear, whether, whether actually the source is excitement and curiosity. So this is what, you know, it's like turning into a dead end instead of turning and going along the way with excitement. And, I mean, you mentioning uh, this uh, interesting uh, concepts of heaven and hell that, that many people um, think of as well. Who told us that we are not in heaven already? Right. And also, it, when we connect with divine beings in whatever way that might be for our individual experience who is more developed because we have to be able to withstand all those energies while being in a human body and if they are a step ahead which there is no step ahead of course um, then who is more 
advanced in this sense if people would look towards uh, bigger and better and more evolved because again that's also not the truth <laughs> yeah uh, which is and then that's why that's why there's there has never been a divine intervention in su as such uh, profoundly to stop all the wars for example right uh, because we are already part of the godliness it's not something outside of us and why would there be a, uh, an intervention when there's a huge purpose attached to that and it's the same with our talks and you know every talk you share and everything you do what would be the purpose of you sharing that you know it's 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 all about purposes again you know and um that's the same as the essence of of fruit and vegetables they they share their essences you know if the if the sea would not express itself we would never go and swim in it right you know and this is the same it's just about sharing and 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 again going back to the topic of the human template oh we are here to learn and this puts us in a position of insecurity because we always feel less if we if we know that we have to learn something however if when we experience things through the experience we will actually learn something it's not that we we come to learn it's we come to experience because that's you know do you feel that like the, the vibration completely changes with that approach yes because if I tell you uh, you know less you, you you have to learn something that means that you don't know something um, one, if I tell you, hey, Les, it would be great if you would experience this tomato, you know, because I'm, I can tell you all about it, but it's your experience, you know, about this great tomato you got to taste. Um, so it, it's, you know, this academic approach on the, the, the thing we call life is coming to an end, in the end of the deception or the illusion or whatever we want to call it, right? So we're, we're really overflowing and coming back into those uh, human truths, the absolute truths, which um, people who go through awakenings, they often feel alienated because they are coming back to the authentic human again. So much that they don't feel they are part of the humans they see in the headlines as such. Right. That's interesting. And, and that's, you know, I mean, some of them even want to leave this place and they think about something that is more express or deeper express, like you said, whereas actually it is, oh, wait a minute, I'm actually becoming, I'm coming back through the layers of those belief systems and subconscious patterns and whatnot to this authentic place of human being. And, and that's just exciting to observe. Well, you shared in this conversation the experience you had with war at such a young age. And um, certainly I've had um, heartache and, and uh, uh, very deep struggles in my life as well. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, I, I think the paradigm of this chapter, I suggest these years, these years that we're living now, these decades, are really the pivot point of a sea of humanity. I mean, it's a pivot point of of human consciousness on planet Earth. And uh, the, the notion of being in a hurricane, being in a tsunami, and the wind is blowing and the water's deep and you're struggling and 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 everything's so difficult and the challenges are immense and, and overwhelming. And through your consciousness, through your desire to know perhaps how to end struggle, to perhaps uh, how to end suffering within your own persona, you come out of the, the tsunami, you come out of the hurricane, and you step out of the storm and you shake yourself off. And you, and you um, uh, stand 
tall and you and you and you put your shoulders back and your head up and and you feel the truth of you you feel the divinity of you you feel the amazing grace that it is that you even exist and through compassion you turn around you go back into the storm as a vehicle as a vessel of love for those who cannot see it for themselves and to oh yes to just embody that love in the darkness is i suggest perhaps one of the most challenging um lifetimes that one can have to start so deep in the darkness and then mm -hmm. to transform the the personal self into to come to come into um, the truth and then still be in body in that truth within the 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 karmic chaos of the planet is uh, perhaps one of the most <laughs> dynamic I, I mean how do you even how do you even put a pin to what that is yeah. except yeah. magnificent it's an art <laughs> yes yes uh and and that's well, I mean, um, that's why often uh, there are trigger points within other people or psychological reflection or, you know, we uh, when we, co we come to that state, it doesn't mean that we're better or whatever. At all. It is just, you know, we're just sharing the essence, you know, because we have a right to claim it because we went through it. And everyone has a right to claim stuff. So... Um, how, you know, it's about seeing us, ourselves, and one another in true authenticity of the soul, not in lack. Uh, so I, I haven't gone to that process. Now, how can I hold the space for you? Because you are already that tree, let's say. And, <laughs> you know, and uh, when we turn our focus on the whole in the darkness... Again, we start to see the darkness in a total different light. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, yeah. I really liked what you said, the authenticity of the soul. It, 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 our egos can have an idea of authenticity where, um, say, perhaps our ego has this sense of, of power and perhaps it's the flashy car or the, the title of a... CEO of a big company, and to the, to the soul, those are really uh, trivial things, perhaps, in the sense that, uh, as you said, the authenticity of the soul, I suggest, is 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 that um, the place within the flower that knows itself, the place within the flower that does not fret or worry, the authenticity of the soul. I mean, every one of us has um, these threads of passion, perhaps playing music or writing books or uh, philosophizing mm -hmm. the nature of consciousness. And and those, those, have, those stem from within our soul. Those are genuinely authentic expressions. And I, I think people, when we talk about the human template and truth, people are very hungry for a, for an authentic story, for a authentic mm -hmm. voice, if you will, for somebody to, to language themselves in a, a authentic way, that where that authenticity is indeed anchored in the soul. Uh, people are very hungry. I mean. Here on the show, we've done hundreds of episodes, and people are hungry for a more authentic story, a more authentic vision of the future. And yes. and that's going to come through the embodiment of human beings, not some divine tart yes. that, that comes down from the skies. It's going to be yes. through flesh and bones. Yes, yes. Very much resonance with that. Yes, yes. Yes, because we we become that what we think should come down. <laughs> right. So it's it's the becoming of because if someone comes and intervenes, then our power is being taken away. And again, that's right. something that that program is uh, has been installed also in most of us that we have to give our power away. 
um, and and also with this technology, it's great. It's serving a purpose. And you know what I always say is, you don't have to follow my path. Follow your own path. But you're more than welcome to observe my path. You don't need to subscribe to my channels. You don't need something. You know, because authenticity comes from a place where we have smashed with a very beautiful hammer with a heart on it, and you can decorate it however you like it, yep. but smashed the persona and the image. When there's no more image, then there's no more attachment to that image. And then is where the, true, the real and the true authenticity starts to just share and be. <laughs> and um, nowadays, more people are sensitive and, as you said, hungry, but more so sensitive to feel that authenticity as well because they're coming a step closer to that as well. And, um, you know, if people want to come, if people want to learn something more, they will come. They will be attracted to that. It's the same with the nature. If I, you know, we have wonderful lemons here in Cyprus um, for for people that know, don't know where that is on, on the planet. <laughs> it's, um, it's close to, it's in the Medi Mediterranean and it's uh, 6,600 something miles away from Colorado where you are less. <laughs> so <laughs> that's some interesting information, right? <laughs> um, yeah, the, the lemons are absolutely gorgeous here. And, you know, if, if I am wanting to have an experience of the lemon, I will go there towards the lemon and I would transform in this child and I would be so happy to take one of the ripe lemons off, you know, because the tree, yes, it shows itself. That's perfectly fine. And, we, you know, we translate it in marketing and promotion. <laughs> and right. in a way, the, the, the lemon tree is marketing itself, but not from a lack not from a sense of need. And this is, again, where authenticity starts. If I'm going to share my, my authentic gifts or whatnot, then I would do it because I, not because I need something from the people, just because I love to share. Okay. You know, and that is, I think, that, and, and I think and feel the difference. Right. And there's there's a there's a freedom that comes from that place of authenticity and it it's kind of a curious thing it's it's uh it's kind of like a teeter totter and and perhaps for the first decades of our lives the teeter totter is stuck in one position and and as we grow ourselves we become lighter and and as we move, uh, get glimpses of the truth, it starts to sway the other way. And yes. and, and the more we uh, learned how to understand the uh, um, the emptiness, if you will, from an ego's point of view, the emptiness of the truth of us, there's a freedom in in not having any attachment to your sense of self. And and the ego can see this as a very fearful thing. Well, wait a minute. I'm a father. I'm an engineer. I'm a, mm -hmm. you know, I have to be quantified here in order to have value. Yes. And, and there's a point, like, <laughs> I was working with uh, somebody, and they said, oh, oh my God, how would you, you know, you uh you're a master and I'm like no 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 wait stop I don't please don't assign any any symbols to me I don't want any symbols cuz cuz in the next moment I can fall on my face and you know and and have a catastrophe if you will I don't want I don't want a sense of self that I have to hold on to because I lose some of my freedom and I'm yes. and I'm learning to value my freedom above the perception of others. I don't care what you think of me, really. Yes. I'm yes. I'm here with a, a passion for my expression, and I'm here for to to experience the love uh, in in a more 
full and rich way that I can. And the more I attach to anything, anything, titles, um, uh, physical uh, accumulations, there's there's an expense behind every one of those. And once you taste the freedom of of the emptiness, if you will, it's it's a it's electric. It's just it's so it's so um, um, uh, ecstatic, if you will, to 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 have that freedom and not give it up for anything. Yes, yes, and uh, yeah, and you know that's wonderfully put there, Les. Really, um, the thing is that you know, I mean when souls in this human self come towards that conclusion, the fear becomes afraid of itself. (laughs) 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 You know, and and this is a great tip or advice is that people, when they experience the fear of fear, if you will, they know that they have come to certain realizations and resonance with soul again which is a great sign uh, because some people are afraid to have that freedom because they don't know how to handle, let's say. And, but they are not afraid. It's the, the, the program of fear that is afraid of it right. <laughs> again. Right. Yeah. So, um, and again, uh, with masters and all this, yes, you know, because uh, people who have a, a false sense of confidence mostly they attach this meaning to their image as a master, and that's why they uh, get confidence. They receive this false sense of confidence that in some ways w- was lacking within their belief systems. That, that you know, you know it, it happens as if, okay, now I have to get it because I'm a master. But like you put very well, it, it, it creates a very big... Um, you know, pressure <laughs> right. and expectation and everything. And uh, the, the similar things we're experiencing. Um, you know, if, if I go in my childlike self and I, and I jump into the waterfall, which is freezing cold, and, <laughs> or, or, or do some crazy things, people are like, oh, wait, you, oh, but you're up there. And, I, and how can you learn something from me? And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Of course I can learn something from you. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't go through war and you went through all this pain. Now what's my pain? You know, and I'm like, well, if my story or my time frame can inspire you to transform your darkness, then it already did. That's perfect. That's amazing. That's wonderful. But it, it doesn't mean that I don't have anything to experience from you <laughs> because maybe you're a great dancer, you know, and yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter you know people put such a different types of values to different types of things materials or yeah what you mentioned you know and yeah like like you know experiencing ourselves and one another for what we are and not for what we have or yeah <laughs> exactly right to be present in the moment without expectation or motive to be om- open and empty in the moment and present, there, there's, I, there's always, um, uh, it's inherent in nature to have a bi-directional exchange. It, it's in the Western mind that the teacher gives to the student and there's no return path. That, that um, when you experience the flower, it's, um, Nature in and of itself is is bidirectional, if you will. It's uh, you know when you when you talk about a master, um, the homeless person that's living on the street, struggling to make it through the day or even the hour or the minute, um, th- that's a master taking a class if you will. That's a master yes. learning experience. Um and mm-hmm. and if if we try to categorize a master as some some glowing orb or um some personification of, of love, um it 
I think our souls choose um, our lifetimes. Our souls choose that they look at the possibilities of incarnations and choose to incarnate into a war zone, to choose to incarnate yes. into a family dynamic that's a flipping yes. train wreck. And, uh, and it's, and that's the storm. That's the, this is where old souls come to master the art of embodying love when their eyes show them nothing but. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, and you know, it's, it's, it's the responsibility of that conscious choice. It's not the forgetting of. <laughs> and also, you know, we are not here to satisfy everyone because we can't. Uh, you know, the, 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 the sun, for example, or the, the sea, the oceans, they are expressions of the divine, just like we are. Right. And not everybody is satisfied by the oceans or the sun either. So who do we think we are if we are going into a place of satisfying, <laughs> you know, because we can't, <laughs> you know, and we will make people upset maybe sure. because that's not our choice. It's just, it's perhaps theirs, you know, it's, I don't know what that is. And it's the same concept as the sun and the ocean and the earth and what, what every living thing. Not everyone lo loves uh, tigers or lemons or watermelons or whatever. However, they continue to express themselves. Right. Well, it's, it's the uh, consciousness in and of itself seeks new opportunities, new ways to express. And, and nature's a classic example of that, the, the diversity of what flowers look like or some of the exotic fish in the oceans or... Uh, um, consciousness in and of itself is is eternally seeking new arenas of expression over and over and over again, forever. And it, it's it's the natural uh, evolution of what is, if you will. I mean, where we the notion that you can't step in the same river twice, that the river is in motion, that the river is mm -hmm. in perpetual change. None mm -hmm. of us are constant from moment to moment in truth where it, there's an eternal evolution, if you will. And, and that's part of the, perhaps the stress and the frustration of the ego wanting, um, wanting some place of, of knowingness or familiarness to mm -hmm. to to rest itself. But the the only rest that is um truly satisfying is that of our own truth. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's it's like an olive, you know? The first time you we taste an olive, it might not be the best experience. It's like growing into it, and that's sometimes that comes with what we share as well. It's like okay, it's and then over time, it's becoming delicious. Yeah, right, <laughs> you right. Know? And uh, so just continue eating the olive, and at at the moment, the olive becomes actually quite tasty. Um, so, the, again, how is that even possible, right? I right. mean, something that is in the beginning not so very tasty becomes actually very tasty <laughs> for for some of us, at least. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and it, it, so that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. Indeed. Well, um, we've got a... Uh, about eight minutes left. Um, why don't you share with our audience uh, your platform? Um, tell us what you're working on, what uh, what services you have to offer. Give us the whole Thank picture. you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So the parts of my sharing <laughs> are the ones that... Um, so when I was born... Um, what they would say is with an open third eye or being a natural psychic or having an intuition naturally um, expanded. And uh, one of the services is that um, I use 
those gifts and I believe that everyone has a gift so this is one of mine um, to tune into the soul so come from the soul level from soul to soul and give messages through um, through a one-to-one session where there's no looking from academic or technical stuff it's more so what the soul is communicating through my soul and then I can be the messenger for the human self and this is called like an intuitive one-to-one session that I offer uh, the other thing is um, the Metatronic teachings. It's a two-day learning experience where we go through these type of topics of the soul um, and with some tools how to generate from within and learning the communication of the language of the existence of creation, how it speaks to us and how we can become more uh, resonant with that and transcend through belief systems, subconscious patterns, and habits. So that's uh, some of that. And also using the talents and gifts to create workshop for specific uh, areas like leadership, communication, um, you know, what is your winning formula, uh, how to develop and activate a life purpose, how to understand uh, different topics and truths. So, yeah, there's a lot of these things to offer, and it makes my, uh, makes my soul very warm and brightful and joyful that I'm so grateful to be able to share this uh, with the others. Because without the others, I could never share that. So it's a divine exchange of giving and receiving, which is, well, it's a place of bliss. Right. Well, now break that out for us as far as in person or over the Internet. Well, I mean, um, most of this happens over the Internet. However, the, the seminars and the workshops that I do is that's most in person so I travel around the world um, varying from a group of 10 to 200 plus it all doesn't matter the numbers just it you know sharing with smaller groups bigger groups it's all in the realm of possibility but that happens more so in the like the physical because there's a physical touch there's a intimacy around it uh, you know you, you deeply connect with people by looking through their eyes instead of a screen for example right. so yeah. um, but not to diminish possibility there the one-to-one sessions are the ones that are connected most most online yeah and so then perhaps the remaining question is how do they get in touch with you well, they can uh, visit my website, www.zlatkokanda.com, and there there's more information um, about sacred geometry, for example. We did a show on that uh, three years ago, and um, there's information how to reach out to me. Well, very and, nice. Um, yeah. Why don't you spell out that that website? That ZL. I mean, you spell it out. Yeah. So it's Z L A T K O K A N D A dot com. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. My heart is waiting. <laughs> My heart and soul are waiting. Yes, for sure. Every time we have you on this show, I I uh, I have such a, a deep feeling of connection of of resonance with you, Flatco, and it's so it's such a beautiful thing to have you back on the show again. I look forward to future episodes. Do you have any closing thoughts for our listeners? Uh, well, to add up to that, I, I, that's a mutual thing. I, I always feel your soul in deep resonance with myself as well. And 
in some ways it's mysterious that we haven't physically met yet because <laughs> this is like a magnetic connection. <laughs> Someday. So it's yes, yes, and uh, the closing part of this is, you know, stay in the love and embrace the darkness with your light. Well, beautiful. I want to thank you for being our guest. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Thank you for joining us. It's been a very divine pleasure, and I'm grateful that you have invited me back in here to share and to have these amazing moments together with the audience and you and everyone. Thank you so much from my heart. We've been talking to... Salatko Kanda, and the topic tonight has been the uh, human template and truth. What a fun episode. That was such a delight to listen to again. Uh, Salatko really speaks from his heart. He's got such an authentic uh, presence, persona, if you will. Always a delight having him on the show. Well, we're out of time. Uh, as always, it's my pleasure bringing you episodes like this. Uh, you can go to newhumanliving.com and sign up for our newsletter and check out the books and whatnot there. Um, I'm your host, Les Jensen. Always a pleasure. Until next time, thanks for listening. This has been a New Human Living radio broadcast. To bring your soul's inspiration into effect and live your life wide open, check out our host, Les Jensen's latest book, Citizen King, The New Age of Power, at newhumanliving.com. Thanks for listening.